Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hey there, all of you amazing patrons. It's X, and I'm here along with Hashtag Heathen, our good buddy Joe, and Sardukat, who are going to be sitting on the show this week because uh, everybody's sick and it's New Year's week, and I don't know. They, people have excuses, and I'm not going to, you know, nitpick anything. You know who you are. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Uh, anyway, we're going to do a video this week uh, for a guy that I've never heard before. His name is Andy Bannister. You know, like the piece of stairwell that you have out there. Uh, and he wants to say something about why do I need God to be happy? And instead of, you know, giving you the spiel, you should check us out. There's all sorts of other cool shit. A buck a month, you get to do all sorts of fun stuff like hang out on the show, like the peanut gallery we have out there. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and let this guy play um, and we'll be right back. I don't need God to be happy. And I often hear people say this to me as a, with a sort of look on their faces, this means they can dismiss Christianity entirely. And I feel threatened by that. When someone says to me, oh, I don't need God to be happy, I love to say to them, what do you mean by the word happiness? Huh. What do I mean by happiness? Um, Joy? To feel like I have free will? I mean, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. Happiness is a weird term, you know. Good wine, a hot tub, uh, nice, thick filet mignon. Yeah, see, everybody, mm, yes. none of those need God. <laughs> it's like, uh, I know he's going to get to reasons why we need him to be happy. It's just, ugh. I mean, he can't give me the same sensation of putting a Q-tip in my ear and, you know, rolling it around. Oh, and, you know, oh, um, <sighs> Yes. See, <laughs> everybody knows. Oh yes, especially until you shove it too far, and then it's like, ah, oh, oh yeah, oh, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know it says on the container, "Do not insert to ear canal." I don't need the doctors and everybody else to let me know that I'm not supposed to do that. I got it. I understand, but I'm not going to stop. So, uh, and Anwin in our comments says, "So, uh, so God is made of dopamine and endorphins." <laughs> Right. Happiness is a state yeah. of being that's fleeting. It's not something where you're nobody can be happy all the time. That's right. It's like a right out of Star Trek, the givers of pain and delight where they stole Spock's brain. Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> that third season of Trek was awful. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that the ancient uh, thinkers, especially the ancient Greeks like Aristotle and others, um and others. <laughs> He can't he mention Plato. One more. Just one. Just one. He can't I mention mean, Zeno. Plato, uh, Epictetus. Yeah. Epictetus. You know, you have uh, Aras. Then he's the guy that figured out the curvature of the Earth, and I'm fucking that name up. Soon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the sieve of Aristotle. Oh come on, the sieve of what's the guy? The, the philosopher. His mathematical proof on prime numbers. Pythagoras. No, no. Sib, I, uh, I know who you're talking about, but the thing is, here we go. We've had, we've given you more than one. Yeah. 
And who did he give us? Aristotle? Was that the only one he came yep, up with? Yep, and yeah. others. And <laughs> others. others. Right. I never heard of and others. He was killed that... by the Spartans. Yeah. At birth, because he was a weak <laughs> baby. We're fond of breaking the word happiness into four types of happiness, four levels of happiness. The lower level of happiness is animal happiness, you know, food and sex, basically. I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling hungry. I see the donuts. I eat the donuts. And I'm happy. For about five seconds, you know. I fucked the donuts. Hey, he forgot farting. <laughs> yeah, what, it, what, uh, what, are, what do donuts cover as far as sex goes? I mean, I read a Cosmo article that instructed you to put a donut on it and kind of eat around. But that just That's seems messy. Lot. No, I still remember one time Doctor Ruth was infection. on. Doc, no, Doc was that Doctor Ruth was on David Letterman, and David asked how to how to uh, charge up his sex life, and Doctor Ruth said, um, "Have your girlfriend toss on your rings on Mister Wee Wee." No, <laughs> I I okay, maybe I'm a bit of a pleb when it comes to this whole thing, but sex and food have never been a thing in my life. You know, not at the same time. You might have some, and then you'll go and enjoy some food afterwards, or you'll have some food, and the next thing you know, you've got that being full coma, and then you're three steps later, and you're having sex. But, I mean, the Netflix and chill thing is very real. I'm just saying that I've never had a thing where I'm like, oh, baby, I can't wait to pull my pants down and put an onion ring around my dick. It's just, it's like, no. That's, first of all, onions, fucking gross, but two, hot oils and breading don't sound like a very good thing to and when you inevitably get past the portion where you're having fun with the onion rings, that means also that you're going to be pile driving onion flavor into Pound Town, and that just doesn't fucking work, guys. Be glad I didn't mention what she said to do with corn dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you do that, put a condom around it. Don't know. <laughs> God damn it. Maybe the stick, but that doesn't sound very sexy. Ooh. Gross. Or it, it might be because you get the, always get that little nub of breading at the bottom of the corn dog. <laughs> where it doesn't so matter true. how hard you try to chew that fucker off, it's on there. So <laughs> anyway, back to this guy's animal pleasures. Got it. Briefly. But the problem with uh, trying to fulfill our needs for happiness just at the level of food and sex is those things are transitory. You know, I eat the donut, the donut is gone. I have the relationship. One day the relationship will come to an end. And ultimately, if you try and make things like food and sex the only thing you're living for, you will actually end up ultimately disappointed. You'll end up unhappy at level one. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, dude. Like, anytime I get curry, I'm happy. Anytime I have pizza, I'm happy. Anytime I get to have fun times with the wife, I'm happy. (laughs) It's like... Yeah, am I sad when it's no longer happening? Yeah, but I'm an adult. I've learned how to get over my fucking disappointments about things. It's like, it's not... Right? There's no such thing as perpetual orgasm. There's no such thing as perpetual, you know, eating everything you want to eat, you know? That's why God made Alka-Seltzer. (laughs) Anyway, back... And you need to move up a level to happiness level two. What's happiness level two? Well, for the ancient thinkers, again, happiness level two was having more of something than somebody else. Perhaps being a few... Oh, so greed and avarice. Okay. Oh, I'm um, ran. Do I need 2,000 experience points to move to level two? <laughs> yeah, try and get... You want to get to the double diamond when you're in Amway. 
I'm going to let him expand on this because I don't think, I don't know, uh, me having more of something than somebody else doesn't necessarily invoke happiness in me. It just means that I like the thing that I get. You know, I I have lots of video games. Do I revel in the fact that I have more than most people? No, it's just, that's my that's my geek. That's my thing that I do. I'm not going to like look at somebody else and be like, fucking suck. You don't have any video games. No, that's not level of pleasure from like having more than somebody else. That's just a lever level of pleasure knowing that you can keep doing the thing that you like because you have plenty of it. God damn it, this guy. You're, you know, you're a university student having your, you know, your grades are the best in the class. Or oh. if you play sport and having a reputation for being the fastest and the strongest and the best on the cricket team. Or if you're at work. Do you really need to be the fastest in cricket? I mean, I mean, it doesn't Have hurt, you ever but, watched I mean, a cricket match? I Good lord. It goes forever. <laughs> Bowlers I, and strikes. There was one clip in particular I watched with, uh, it was Australian cricket, and the guy hit like 67 or something, some insane fucking number of like, um, what the hell? Did they Runs. Points? Runs that he got because he kept knocking the fucker out of the, the zone where you get, where you get like triples and stuff. So, yeah, I follow cricket every once in a while. It's not something I, I know teams or anything. It's just like soccer. If it's on, I'll probably watch it, but it's not like something I'm like seeking out. Hell. Uh, being the boss's favorite, and so on. But the problem with happiness level two is it's great while it lasts. There's nothing wrong with having a, a skill and excelling at it, but ultimately it too comes to an end. One day somebody joins your team who is a better sports person than you are. One day a, a new person joins your team at work and they're the boss's favorite and you're not. Or if you're a university student, maybe uh, you know, your grades slip and you're no longer at the top. You see, if you try and live your entire life at happiness level two, you will again end up miserable and unhappy and anxious. And if you're unhappy at level two, the only... Okay, well, hang on. We'll get to level three here in a second. But uh, don't live your life judging what you do by the actions of others. I mean, that's a key to happiness that I think they should teach everybody in school is that like, hey, there's going to be a ton of people that are going to be better than you at everything. But that doesn't mean that they are better than you, you know? It just means that they have certain skills, genetics. They may have trained harder. They may have worked harder at it. It's like, do you know how much I, I didn't give a fuck about my grades in college? I mean, C's get degrees just as much as those guys get in the alma maters, or not alma mater, the fucking summa cum laude and stuff. It's like, cool. You didn't have any fucking life while you're in college. Yeah, have I'm a high school that, dropout. You know? I, somehow I ended up with two master's degrees. Yeah. I've never finished my bachelor's only because I'm, I didn't see, and I'm not shitting on anybody that did to get their degree from for college and stuff. But for me, I jumped into the workforce, got married, and you know managed to work my way up through experience and stuff. I mean, sure, I would like to finish my bachelor's and get a master's in business and stuff like that, but I'm not going to judge myself based on other people that have done that because that's their choice of how they ran things. That's not my fucking life, so. Well, yeah, and again, I'm perfectly really fucking toxic. happy being me. So, sorry, sorry. Uh, hashtag. What were you gonna say? Oh, that's okay. I was just saying it can be really toxic. Like we were, we had an abusive household growing up, and it was all about how other people outside of the family perceived us. Like that was what our worth was. Was what other people thought. Mm -hmm. And being disabled at 32 and not being able to finish college, like I still have that part of my brain that's like, oh nope, that's it. You're done. 
you suck. Like, no, so, college yeah, does I not make the person, you know? That's... Right. No, I, I went through the same, I went through the same type of situation as you, hashtag, so I understand all too well. But I remember high school hell where the football coach was always picking on me. But I got revenge because I was playing bridge at the time. And who was who else was looking for a bridge partner? The coach's wife. So she and I <laughs> teamed together and we won a whole bunch of bridge tournaments. And the coach's wife said, why are you picking on Joey all the time? He's my bridge partner. And that only pissed <laughs> him off more. Oh, God, I hated high school. And I'm waiting for it to end with, so then we had sex, and then... <laughs> no, no. There are sex stories which I will not talk about. <laughs> just having fun with I'm zip, zip, zip. Nope. <laughs> Back to this guy's levels of fucking... I've never heard of happiness being, like... Why is, like, food and sex below being better than people? I... Fuck you, man. Your stupid way of like saying happiness levels. It's not a cake. Any solution is to move up a level to happiness level three. What's happiness level three, according to the ancient thinkers? Well, happiness level three is uh, pouring your life uh, into somebody else, uh, living entirely to, to look after and care for somebody else. A very common example is parenthood, uh, having children, for example. Hey, I've, I've got children. Guess what? It doesn't make you happy. A good chunk of the time. Well, it didn't make me happy with 18 years of child support payments. And you know <laughs> how that turned out. Well, the thing is, like, I really love my kids. I, I love doing stuff with them. But they are human beings that require you for everything. Well. Everything. And they don't fucking care. Well, I got the, four um, cats. They're all I need. Yep. And but the thing is, like, even if he wasn't talking about children, what he's talking about is like a relation. If he was talking about relationships, that would be a very, very unhealthy relationship, where you're having to put all of this love and work into that uh that relationship, only to have them not reflected back to you. I, I don't know. I'm gonna let him talk. But if you haven't got kids, uh, you can often achieve this through charity uh, work. I've got good friends of mine uh, back in Canada. And for a long time, they've run a nonprofit organization out in Africa where they dig wells in poor communities, and they found it richly rewarding. But the problem with trying... Huh, it's almost like helping your fellow man is something that we're wired to do because we're a social species. Hmm. Hardlined into our, our DNA there. However, I take issue and umbrage with these people that are like, I go over to Africa and I dig wells for people because that makes me a better person than you. A white savior. <sighs> Look, the, the best kind of charity burden. is the one where you don't fucking talk about it. How about that? Yes. <laughs> where you don't use it as a fucking bludgeon for everybody else to say how less charitable they are. Fucking hell. Trying to live your entire life at happiness level three is again, it comes to an end. In parenting, we have a name for this. We call it the empty nest syndrome. One type one of it, eventually your children will grow up and leave home. Or if you're trying to serve others through charitable work, if you do your work well, eventually they will no longer need you. <laughs> yeah, tell that to Bill and Melinda Gates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know plenty of charities um who are still charities and have been for like decades. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna continue being charities yeah. because yep. 
we in we live in a broken fucking system on this planet. Hey, yes. how about that? But the other problem with trying to uh, find happiness just at this level was pointed out by the great atheist thinker Friedrich Nietzsche. <laughs> <clears throat> the great atheist thinker. I'm waiting I'm... for him to tie in Kierkegaard. Or Kant. Or, you know, any of the other philosophers out there. A any one of them. How about, how about that? Oh, there we go. We need Renosa. two other names. You only listed one again. Just Aristotle and others, I thought. And others and <laughs> great thinkers. He said the problem with so many Westerners in particular is they only help others because they want to feel good about themselves. And, if and what's wrong with that? What's wrong with getting a dopamine hit from, like, helping somebody out? That's it's like when you go out and you brag about it. That's when we have problems with it. Do things for other people because it makes you feel good? Oh, I, shit, I don't know. That seems like something people would normally do. It's like uh, people give out gifts to other people because it feels good to be giving somebody something. You don't... Fuck it. Christmas was just last week. I've given people lots of gifts, and I got very few in return. Guess what? I still had a good fucking Christmas. I, I don't need the gifts. It's not like I, I need the recognition. I don't need them to... Like, when I cook a good fucking dinner, I don't need my kids to go be like, mm, this was good, Dad. Really, I really appreciate this. As long as they're eating it and their plates are clean, I'm like, cool. That fucking did it, you know? You need experience points to move to the next level. Yeah, which is level four, and I'm, I'm assuming it's going to have something to do with this Jesus. sounds like Scientology on the bridge. Yeah, this is like OT9. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the newer versions that were written after the ghost of L. Ron Hubbard came back. Or, I mean, he hasn't come back to a corporeal form yet, but they have that building re ready and waiting for him out there in California there, Joe. Yep, they do. They do. Yep. They keep saying he's on Mars along with uh, Dr. Dr. Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing that, you're not really serving other people you're just serving yourself it's basically selfish and either way again if you just try and live at this level you will end up ultimately dissatisfied and if you're unhappy at level three the only way is to move up to level four now, what is happiness level four well quite simply happiness level four is discovering something bigger to live for that is genuinely bigger than you oh you mean like charities and John helping other people out and helping your fellow man or no, but that's selfish. We just that's learned selfish. that. Yeah. Very selfish. Yes, Living for something that's bigger than me. I don't know. I can. I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy, but I mean, I think sometimes going for a good meal somewhere could be something bigger than me. I mean, going mm. to see a movie that I really enjoy, that gives me mm -hmm. happiness and it's bigger than me because it costs fucking billions of dollars to create, you know, or millions of dollars to create. Mm. Can we all live all like in all four levels at the same time? In some er aspects of our lives, we're happiness level one, but someplace happiness level four. And no, he thinks he thinks so that you take an average is, of it. No, he thinks it's like Donkey Kong, where you're moving up a level at a time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're moving up the level and you're trying to avoid the hot oil. I love Donkey <laughs> <laughs> And for Christians, that, of course, is ultimately a relationship with God. Christians believe that the whole purpose uh, of life is to find that relationship with God from which we've been separated due to our rebellion and our self-centeredness and our tendency to pursue happiness and all these other things. And Christians believe... I, I was a Christian. It honestly never made me happy. 
Never. No. I mean, it reminded me constantly of how terrible of a person I was. Uh It berated me for being human and having human proclivities that uh, other people at the time. I mean, I fucking I remember my parents coming into my room talking to me about um, what the hell is it? Uh, The. What's the Leviticus 20, 2013 or something like that, where it's like, now, son, we need to let you know that a man shall not lie with another man as a woman because it's an abomination and he will be put to death. And I'm like, why are you guys telling me this? <laughs> yeah. Did you bring up the point where they're not supposed to be eating shrimp? Or the mixed fabric? Yep. Oh, the mixed fabrics. That's right. And or the uh, tattoos. The tattoos. Your slaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody who had that um, Leviticus quote tattooed on their arm and like it's what like three verses later that yeah. it says tattoos aren't allowed yeah. right <laughs> yeah. way to go yeah, bud I'm, oh Dumbass. yeah I mean mom's preacher always pounded at me I wasn't good enough wasn't good enough wasn't good enough which is why I went to the other which is why I swung the other way and it just makes me happy it, it, and we're talking about levels of happiness I, I go to this guy's video it's had 219 views and he's had to shut off comments. So, I mean, that <laughs> kind of makes me a little bit happy. What level of happiness is he now? Is that a zero then? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, the like to dislike ratio is nine likes to 34 dislikes. Oh, wait, 35 Ooh. dislikes. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I find it funny that, well, never mind. Not going to get into the YouTube thing. It's just, it's, it's funny. It's funny to me that these people think that you have to, subject yourself to some sort of higher supreme being in order for you to find true happiness that sounds like that nine inch nail song happiness and slavery you know <laughs> it's like yeah i'm actually happier now and processing things so much better now as an atheist than i was as a christian right because they have these set rules in this giant rule book and book uh it it's just something that they can't actually help you with anything because in their world, you did that thing because you are flawed. You are a bad person. You need to pray to God to fix you of your problems that you have, because obviously there's something wrong with you. And when you look at it in the lens of atheism, most of the time it's going to be like, I'm flawed because I'm a human being and that's okay. And I'm not the only person to have ever fucked up to this point or to this level. There are other people that have suffered through the same thing that I have suffered through, and that makes you feel better, you know? And there's a lot of other people that you can reach out to mm-hmm. that won't be fucking judgmental about it. They'll be like, oh, hey, yeah, you fucked up on that? Yeah, I did too. You know, just get over it. Have a beer, yeah. you know? <sighs> what else is he going to say? When you find that relationship with God through Jesus and the forgiveness and adoption into God's family that he welcomes, then you can truly find happiness at level four, a happiness uh, that doesn't run out, a happiness that can't be taken away from you, a happiness that isn't primarily selfish. And the great thing is... But it is selfish. You want to feel happy, therefore you are trying to make yourself happier by prostrating yourself. It did not make me happy. uh And you want to feel superior to those who are unsaved. Right. It's still a selfish issue. Yes. Yeah. When you discover happiness at level four, that relationship with God, it pours back into the other levels because now you can see parenthood and charitable work and succeeding at sport or work and food and sex. You can see those things not as ways that we desperately try to find our identity, 
are as wonderful gifts to enjoy in their place. But their place comes under that ultimate happiness, that ultimate purpose to life, relationship with God through Jesus Christ. How about happiness level five? Curry. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I don't have words for it. This is just, this is ridiculous that everything that is good and fun in the world and charitable works and all the other stuff comes from the font of a god. If that god was as good and creative and amazing and as moral of a fucking being as you guys want him to be, he should have made it without all these problems. But but he did, guys. He did X because that's what it was like before the fall of man with the Garden of Eden and all the other shit. And I'm like, I don't care, man. What kind of good, all-loving, great god constantly judges people for something that their ancestors did? Fuck you, man. <laughs> and I believe you would say fuck their book. And fuck their book. Yeah, that's twice. Forgiveness <laughs> of its past. Uh, just it's gross, and I'm tired of hearing about it. And that's all we got for this Patreon show. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week with another one. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. Let us know. Leave, leave us a comment. Uh, subscribe. And all that other shit. Like, scri- like, share, subscribe. Ah, fuck, I suck at this thing. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, we'll catch you next week. Another. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. Simple Mobile is different. You can get a powerful nationwide 5G network all without a contract. It's the reliability you need when you need it. With no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speeds not yet available. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.